Traveling the Vortex. Side trip. Hello and welcome to this uh, special side trip. Um, I promised a few months back, and yes, I know it's been a while back and I'm delayed, but uh, that I might continue some of my comic reviews in a side trip episode, so I'm going to attempt to do that. Um, Don't worry, we are planning on coming back on the podcast. Uh, Things have been very crazy, but we are coordinating to get back uh, together and start doing regular episodes. It may take a little different format. It may take a little different release schedule, but um, all of that's coming in the next uh, coming weeks. Uh, Updates on that, we'll let you know. But until then, hopefully we can uh, tide you over with a few little goodies as we go along. And uh, as I mentioned, we're going. To, I'm going to uh, review uh, the next in my uh, comic read-along. What I'm doing is I've gone back and I've decided to go through all of the comic adventures for all of the Doctors, starting um, with the first Doctor um, and uh, proceeding all the way up until the most current Doctor. might be quite of an endeavor. <laughs> it might take a little while, but uh, that's what I'm doing. Uh, started with the first doctor and I'm going in somewhat chronological order and what I'm doing if uh, you don't recall is uh, Andrew Carley has a uh, website and I'll put it in the show notes uh, called uh, Doctor Who the Complete Adventures what he's done is he's attempted to uh, put everything together in a complete chronology um, I think he's taken some liberties but I think he's also used some um, uh, educated guesses and some some obvious things you know go in order but i think a lot of it takes um some speculation and educated guesses but he's sort of put a timeline together of how everything works together how everything uh for for people like me that are you know uh completists and i want kind of everything to fit in the you know the uh, chronology in some way or another he's kind of done that for us and put those together and i i sort of adhere to his uh he's certainly done more research on it than i ever have uh so i kind of adhere to uh his judgment on these and so what i've done is i've gone through and he uh lists everything from comics to books to tv series to you know trading cards to uh audios just everything he's really got listed on here and it's quite a thorough list and and like i say you should check it out if you're interested Uh, but that's what i'm using to kind of go through and see where the comics fall uh linearly anyway and uh, in the past i uh, have started with the as i said the first doctor and started with uh, operation proteus um which was um the first story that um chronologically that the comics would take place um that was with the first doctor and susan uh the in between times the path of skulls um let's see uh religious experience and are you listening those are all adventures that so far have been with um ian and barbara and susan and then ian and barbara and, and vicky um at some point i explained this on the last time i talked to you this talked to you about this um but I explained that uh, at one point uh, the doctor uh, in his travels leaves and he meets up with two other grandchildren called John and Jillian. And according to uh, the Doctor, uh, doctor Who, the complete adventure, um, he's placed these, Andrew's placed these um, right kind of near after the uh, Dalek uh, master plan. 
um, sort of in that era. He's been traveling with uh, Stephen. He steps away and uh, he, uh, I think it says uh, at one time, having glimpsed his future, the doctor is more aware of his own mortality and feels the need to come to terms with his coming regeneration. Having been granted some degree of freedom by Rassilon, which must be in a previous story in there, he decides not to return to Stephen immediately, but to travel on his own for a while. So at some point he has left Stephen at this point. Um, and there's some stories in there in between, uh, some short stories it looks like, maybe some other prose. Um, but he's stepped away, and uh, this is where this nicely fits because these adventures with John Gillian are, you know, kind of offshoots. They're they're they were in a released in the 1960s in TV comics. Uh, TV comics got the license from BBC to do Doctor Who. Um, and what they needed was they needed something, I think, to connect with young readers. And so they chose two young, um, probably in their, oh, for us in the U.S., we'd call it elementary schools, but uh, late primary school, maybe early junior high or middle schools, they call it now. Um, and uh, they join him on a on, a, on this first adventure and uh, many subsequent adventures as well. But um, John and Jillian, they don't really know their grandfather, at least from some of the dialogue that John speaks to Jillian. Um, he, they don't recognize him when they first meet him, but uh, John's been told that the doctor's an inventor or something, um, and, they, that, and they're from the 20th century, and they address the doctor as Doctor Who or grandfather. So there's, they address him as both. Um, but what they do is they, they find uh, their grandfather in, in the alley in, a, in his TARDIS and he is tinkering around and he's about to take off. And he, it, you get the impression he knows that they're coming um, because he greets them when they come through and he tells them, you know, take, take you on an adventure. And so uh, they decide to go uh, into the 29th century, which is the future. Um, he promises them an adventure and they come across this group of um, pacifists. Actually, they, they fall into the middle of a, 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 an attack on this group of, of pacifists um, that uh, by the, by the uh, some alien beings called the Kleptons. And um, <coughs> you can tell sort of, and I think I've read that, that the, they wanted to use, the writers of this comic series, wanted to use the Daleks. And they could not get clearance, I'm assuming, from, from uh, Terry Nation. Uh, to use them. And so instead, and uh, I wish I could remember what the writer's name here of this particular series, but uh, Jeremy Bentham, um, if you want to know, I'm using the uh, comic strip companion, the unofficial and unauthorized guide to Doctor Who comics from 1964 to 1979. It's written by Paul Schoons, and it's, it's quite a wealth of information. But um, Jeremy Bentham, you could tell he wanted to use the Daleks and wasn't going to be allowed to. So I think some last-minute scrambling, um, they reworked it to make these kind of nondescript little green men uh, called the Kleptons. And if you <laughs> if you Google their image on uh, Google, you know, on, on, the, on the Internet, uh, you'll find the design is very, very basic. Uh, they are little green men. They almost look kind of fish-like. They look like they've got gills with a long nose and really big eyes. Um but the the doctor walks into this skirmish, and the 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 kleptons are essentially trying to take over um, and use the pacifists for slave labor because they know that they're not going to uh, fight back. Uh, they're just not warriors, and so they're utilizing them for slave labor. Um, they end up uh, 
the doctor and John and Jillian end up sneaking on board uh, one of the crafts that's crash landed and uh, returned with the kleptons to uh, their underwater city. Uh, and they break in and they find the uh, prisoners that are there. Um, they basically lead a, uh, re, a um, uh, insurgents against the captors. Uh, you know, a, a typical fare. I mean, it's 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 pretty much a uh, capture and rescue, capture and rescue. Uh, the doctor is written much different than William Hartnell even was at uh, this time in the series. Uh, the doctor in these strips are very, um, oh, he's very bold and brash. He's ready to run into danger. He's, he's more of the hero. He's more of, I think the heroic character that he's not necessarily so much in the series on television. Um, but anyway, uh, through a series of, um, insurrection, I suppose, uh, they end up defeating the Kleptons and blowing up their city. And, uh, they, they, they go back and, and that's pretty much where it ends. The, uh, the, uh, pacifists end up asking him and the, the kids to stay and they say, no, thank you. We've got to move on to our next adventure. And, or I think he's about to take them home. Um, and that's where it kind of ends. Um, but. We know that there's lots of ventures coming. Um, it's it's an interesting story. It's nothing to write home about. It's uh, it's what I like about it. I think the most is it's it's quaint. It has sort of this um, quaint, nostalgic sci-fi feel. And by that, I don't mean that I read any comics from the 1960s. I wasn't born until the early 70s, so um, I obviously didn't have that. But there's a certain charm that I think that. Um, pop culture from the 60s and 70s and even more so uh maybe a little more charming uh from british comics uh just they have they have this unique character and uh it's kind of it's it, it's interesting because there's not a lot there's not always a lot of panels of action there's a lot of dialogue in these comics um but the artwork's terrific uh they do a good job and there is action you do see it happening but you find uh the, the story is driven more still by dialogue than it is by the panels in which it represents. And I suppose that's because they're having to tell so many stories in, oh gosh, what, there's probably six panels per page. There's 20 pages. These were released, I think, uh, two pages each uh, weekly in uh, TV comic, or maybe it was even monthly in TV comic. Um, so, you know, to stretch them out, but it wasn't, you know, very long uh, as far as uh, the pages go cumulatively, but um, they have to get a lot of story in there. So there's a lot of dialogue. Um, John and Jillian are, it's interesting. They're kind of, they're the replacement for Susan in a way. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you can tell that they're sort of the, um, connection to, uh, the younger audience that might have been reading comics at this time. Uh, I think it allows you to, as, as a, as a young person to maybe connect better on a different level, uh, by reading it through the eyes of somebody that's probably closer to their age, uh, of, of their target audience anyway. Um, I think it's fascinating that at one point, uh, John is, is certainly much more, um, oh, hero lead the, lead the charge than most, you know, sixth, seventh graders would be at the time. Uh, and the doctor kind of allows for this. And I think that that's kind of interesting that, uh, while I, I don't think the doctor has always been super careful, it seemed like any time that it was, you know, Susan or Vicky, Vicky involved, he was very much. 
um, on the side of caution with those. And I think he would be more so for two grandchildren that are, that are much younger than even those two were. Um, it never explains how John and Julian are, you know, from the 20th century earth and, uh, the doctor who is, as we later know, and now know retroactively is from, uh, Gallifrey, another planet, um, and another time even, uh, we don't know how they're related. And I don't think it's ever explained. In fact, I, I'd say that it's never explained. I think that, that it's kind of quasi explained in an eighth doctor story later on. Uh, but we'll have to get there. But I, it, I don't think it matters um, how they're connected. They could be friends. They could, it doesn't, you know, it's just, uh, my, my kids used to call some of my friends, uh, uh, some of their friends' parents, aunt and uncle. They're not really aunt and uncle, but that was, you know, kind of a term of endearment. So it uh, could be a situation like that, but I don't think it really matters for the story. But uh, there's a lot more of the TV comics t- to go. So there'll be a lot that I'll be going through uh, from those. Uh, looks like there's probably about two dozen of them uh, before I move away uh, to annuals. But so there's quite a bit. And I think I'm just going to do this one this time. Uh, but I may pair these up as I do more of them in order to just kind of get through more of the stories. Uh, but if you're continuing to enjoy these, uh, let me know um, and uh, give us some feedback. Like I say, the show will be coming back soon. But I hope you enjoyed this little review of um, Doctor Who and the Klepton Parasites. Um, And uh, I guess until next time, cheers. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.